1: Having a bet on the footy this week? Top this. Top Sport have hundreds of markets to choose from across the AFL, NRL and rugby. So whether you're into the big goals or the big hits, there's something for everyone. And Top Sport will bet you on for plenty. Top that. Download the app today and bet on your game, your way. If you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport. Visit topsport.com.au Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly.
0: And when you do join up to Top Sport, make sure you use the promo code UNFILTERED. You'll be rocketed to the top of the VIP list and treated like kings. If you're new, welcome. If you're a regular, welcome back to the newly branded Rugby League Superpod. And it certainly is just that. It is the hottest podcast on the market where we talk to the games best, not about them. Yes, yes interviews here we're the only podcast that does on this episode alone we're talking with 12 absolute legends a couple of aussie skippers some new south wales superstars some queensland greats and premiership winners as well it's footy talk some shit talk too plenty of laughs though as well this is the rugby league super pod you've been warned Club rivalries are one thing, but each and every player has that one team or maybe one player he finds it really easy to get up for, for whatever reason. Clint Gutherson, which is the one side or the one player you reckon you get up to play for?
2: Uh, look, there's a few. There's obviously the Penrith with Parramatta and Penrith, the local derby. And um, I think the biggest one over recent years for me is the Tigers game. We always versus the Tigers on Easter Monday. And, yep. um it's just a big game. There's, a lot, there's always a lot of media around it. We, there's always a sold-out crowd, and uh, I don't know why it just always got a lot of feel to it. they play all the stuff before the game, they have the anthem going and to just really get you going. and um, I think that's probably one of the easiest ones to get up for, and one of the most exciting to be honest.
0: Back in the day where there was stinks in the middle of the field all the time, I guess the front rowers could afford to get emotional and, and personal with one-on-one contest, but. One-on-one, you against another fullback, it, it just doesn't happen all that much, does it?
2: Yeah, not really. It's, um, it's very rare, like, these days to sort of get that to happen. Uh, I remember last year we were versing the Warriors up at uh, Gosford and Roger made a break. <laughs> I didn't know what to do and he stepped <laughs> me and I fell over. So that's probably the closest I got to a one-on-one battle with a fullback last year and uh, Roger just destroyed me. But, look, it's always great. You always want to verse the best. The best players in your position and um, to see where you're at and look there's so many good fullbacks at the moment it just seems like you're out there every week versus one of the best so it's um you always got to be on your game and it just makes it a bit more exciting
0: it's the strongest position across the NRL at the moment for mine fullback I mean that there, there's not a bad one amongst the 16
2: oh no, there isn't then I think these days there it is such an important position both attack and defense that uh, a lot of people coming through are really trying to push for that, that position and, um, look, it's just great. It's great for me. It's, it really pushes me to make sure I'm at my best every week and, um, look, it's it's great for the game because it brings so much excitement. Cheers, Gutho. Chat soon. Thanks, Andy.
0: I love me a loose unit. I reckon you need them in a footy side, especially in the middle. Our guest, look, to be honest... He's loose-ish, but one of his front-row partners is all-time. Luke Thompson joins us on Unfiltered. Tell us a little bit about your mate Jack Hetherington, cracking bloke, but he's batshit crazy, isn't he?
3: Yeah, he's a bit loose too. For <laughs> no, nah, he's a you know, he's a great lad. Everyone, you know, I love playing with him. He's you know, he's, a, he's a he's a real athlete. He's, uh, you know, he plays with that aggression, as you said. And you know, I think playing in the middle, you you need that aggression. Um, you know, I don't like to think of myself as loose. I'm pretty calculated, but um, you know, I feel I was a bit hard done by with suspensions and stuff last year. But, you know, looking to try and sort that out this year. So, um, but Navroz, no, uh, you know, is a great player, great bloke, and look playing alongside him.
0: Is he the type of bloke that just has that that switch, and you can fire him up straight away?
3: Yeah, he does actually. You see it in training, like if you know if someone. Goes like it doesn't go right, or you know, you can just see that that fuse just gets blown, and he's uh, yeah, you know, everything goes out the window. Um, but no, he's, he's a good laugh,
0: love it, mate. There, I know the games change, society's changed, uh, the referees and the judiciaries play their part. There is still room in football, especially in the middle of a park, for an alpha male. It is so important to dominate in that middle part of the park. You need the bloke that is going to put his body on the line and do whatever it takes.
3: Yeah, that's right. It's, you know, it's, a, it's a pretty confrontational game. You know, mm. we're running into each other 100 mile an hour. So, uh, yeah, that's right. You know, you need you need to uh, need to be able to put your body on the line and uh, you know like you say. You need to you know, sort of be the alpha male and get you know get over the top of the other pack. So, you know, get, you know they say that games are. Games are one in the middle and then, you know, the Bucks decide by how many. So, you know, it's our job in the middle to, to try and get over the top of the other pack.
0: I think it's, it's something like the real blokes do the work in the middle and the pretty boys score the points. Love it, mate. Thanks for the chat. We'll do it again soon.
3: No problem, mate. Cheers.
0: It's awesome to be teaming up with Retro Rugby League videos, a Facebook page for the hardcore and tragic footy fan just like us. From the old Commonwealth Bank Cup to first grade, the collection of videos weekly is insane. Check them out, legends. Go to Facebook and simply search retro rugby league videos. You'll love it. Let's go back to Sunday, August 27. The year was 2000. The NRL grand final was the Brisbane Broncos and the Sydney Roosters at ANZ Stadium with a crowd of 94,277. The Broncos had won the minor premiership. They were the favourites. It was an amazing game. It was tough. It was close. It was entertaining. Brisbane won it 14 points to six. Darren Lockyer was the Clive Churchill medalist. Now, at full time, amongst all the celebrations, on some of the camera shots, you can see a little kid jump the security barricades and bolt past the security cards. That six-year-old has joined us. Billy Walters has lobbed. Mate, you just wanted to be part of the celebrations with Dad, didn't you?
4: Yeah, exactly, mate. I just wanted to get out there and do exactly what he was doing and and kick the footy out on the field. I remember I was probably most excited. We all got underneath our seat this little blow-up steed and footy. I think – I don't even know if steed were the sponsors back then, but it was exactly a replica but a blow-up
0: ball of what the boys were playing with then – I remember I was more excited about that. Dad was the captain of the Bronx. Your favourite was Big Gordy Tallis. You ended up on stage with them and basically in every team celebration photo. Yeah, well, uh, I'm
4: glad I did now because who knows if I'll ever win a comp so I can always claim, to claim my fame for that one. I'll show, put that photo on the uh, old uh, mantelpiece and, and claim that I won the comp then. Do you remember much of the game? No, nah, I don't, to be honest. I do remember bits and pieces of it, but yeah, yeah like I said before, mostly of, um, of running around on the field after the game. Gordy Taylor's had his two nephews there that, that we used to be pretty close with back then, and yeah, I'm pretty sure once the, fire, the final siren went, we pretty much got straight on the field and started playing some footy, so that's probably all I really remember. We're all proud of our
0: dad. Our dad is always our hero as a young man, but – uh, the more you grow up, the more, I guess, you learn and realise just what a special footballer and talent he was. I mean, his record is just so good. Yeah,
4: I was actually talking about this with um, Ken Mamalo this morning. He asked me how many comps Dad had won, and um, I, it's it's unbelievable to think that he won six. Yeah. And I grew up thinking that every rugby league player played NRL and, and won competitions because yep. that's all I'd known with him. but. Um, soon realised at a, at a later age that, um, yeah, you're lucky enough to win one comp, let alone six, and um, don't worry, he, he definitely always slips it in whenever he can, so don't think that he, uh, he's not gracious in victory.
0: Great moments, great chat. We'll do it again soon, mate. Thanks, Andy. Question, what's the greatest sound in the world? But what's better than cracking a coldie? Cracking half a dozen? This is Six pack of Superstars revealing our top Six. This bloke loves him a six pack, but who doesn't? He's a junior boy that went on to play for his state and country. Laurie Daly, the best six, five, eights you've seen, played with, or been influenced by. Fire away.
5: Uh, Brett Kenny. Love Brett Kenny oh. uh, when he played State of Origin. Uh, probably my favourite. Um, didn't actually play against Brett at his prime yep. or in his prime. Uh, but used to always love watching him play for New South Wales in particular. Um, I always thought he got over the top of Wally Lewis, and I used to get filthy when the King got me into the match because I thought <laughs> was always a better better player. So that's putting my New South Wales hat on. Uh, obviously, the great Wally Lewis, um, you know, he's another one that, again, I never played Wally at his peak, uh, but used to, as much as you hated Wally as a player, you admired him for his ability and yeah. his influence that you have on a footy field, so he was always a um, uh, a great player. Uh, Terry Land, love Terry, um, best support player the game has seen, uh, hard as nails. Uh, they talk about, you know, front rowers being tough, but Barr uh, could put a shot on. Um, it was hard to, to get at because he was built so low to the ground. Um, he would run the ball. Um, he would be always attacking um, and a great fella uh, to boot, uh, Freddie Fitler, uh, probably the guy that, that I played against that you had that rivalry with, yep. um, had a burning left foot step and, and arguably one of the, the, the greatest players the game has ever seen. Um, you know, he was so dominant as a player, uh, in particular, um, the longevity that he had in his career. You know, he won a comp with the Roosters, won a comp with Penrith. Uh, I can remember actually watching him in his first-grade debut and um, just killing it. It was a semi-final. Um, no, not a semi-final. It was a game at Campbelltown. I think it was against West as
3: yeah,
5: well. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. So, um, and then I remember seeing him in a, in a semi-final uh, in what would have been that, 80, 88 or 89? 1989. 89. Um And, yeah, I just remember watching this kid and going, wow, how, how good is he? How good is he? Uh, that's four. Then I've got uh, Cliffy Lyons. Cliffy Lyons was unbelievable as a player. Um, he was he was just a magician with the ball and you didn't know what he was going to do. And sometimes I don't know whether Cliffy knew what he was going to do. But he formed such a great combination with Beaver, Steve Menzies, and he'd hold it out in front and he'd have people on the inside or outside, he'd have people sweeping out the back. And because he dug right into the line, he was one of those players that go right into the line. He had great uh, sleight of hand and he could manoeuvre a pass so gently. You know, a lot of players, when they go to the line and they're playing a short pass, they go hard. Clippy had these magic, a magic touch that was just nice and soft uh, and he put Beaver away or whoever it was um, and, and he was magic to uh, to play against. Um, and the other one is Greg Florimer. From the Bears, I, for whatever reason, I used to always hate playing against Flo, and and Flo wasn't um, the most naturally gifted player. Um, he probably wasn't a 5'8", so to speak. He's probably a, could have been a centre or a back roller, yeah. you know, um, but he was just tough and hard, and every time I came up against him, he'd sort of just make it personal. And and that's what I enjoyed about him, and that's what I enjoyed about the battle. He'd make it personal, and if he was tackling you, he'd, he'd try and dominate you. And if he ran the ball, he'd try and run over you or through you. Um, and I always respected him uh, playing in that North Sydney team. And while they didn't win competitions, uh, he was like um, the godfather for them. He was the guy that always used to get them going. And I had so much respect for him.
0: Brett Kenny, Wally Lewis, Terry Lamb, Brad Fittler, Cliff Lyons, Greg Florimo. Six wonderful 5.8s, but mate, all very different from one another. So 5 8 is really still a position that you can express yourself.
5: Yeah, that's, ex- that's exactly right. And I think um, all those players play uh, different styles. Uh, but 5 8 for me is a role that still hasn't changed. You know, you still like a 5 8 that can kick the ball, you like yep. a 5 8 that can pass the ball, uh, but you've got to have a 5 8 that'll run the ball. And I, I think that that's so important. Um, sometimes you'll get, you know, five-eighths and halves that just want to finesse their way around the attack rather than taking the ball to the line and jamming it into the opposition and copying their medicine. Um, and I think, you know, for me that was something that Tim Sheen used to always say to us is that, you know, you've got to copy your medicine as well. You can't just transfer the ball on all day. Uh, at some stage, you need to take the line on. Uh, uh, if you can't take the line on, then we'll find someone else that, that can. So he encourages you to run. And in particular, if that was your strength. And that was my strength, is to run the, run the ball. So, And again, you know, I get a little bit frustrated sometimes when I see 5'8s just catching and passing. I want to see them run. Um, but, yeah, you know, all those players that, that I mentioned as 5'8s, one thing they did have was good running games.
1: Having a bet on sport this week, Top this. Top Sport's same-game multi gives you the most competitive multiple for every leg. And with hundreds of markets to choose from across sports and racing, you're sure to find a combination unlike any other. And they'll let you on for plenty. So if you want to get the top odds every time, download the app today and bet your way. Top that. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly.
0: And from Top Sport, the top dog Tristan Merlihan has dropped on into the Rugby League Superpod. I've got some feedback, mate, from one of your new clients who happens to be an unfiltered listener. She, she is more experimental than I am when it comes to betting, loves a try scoring option betting. I reckon I must be the odd one out here. Run me through the popular try scoring options, mate, because I am generally pretty simple Win bet or line bet type of guy?
6: Yeah, no, well, um, we, we love all the uh, all the punters, big, small, male, female. And, uh, yeah, we, we like to have markets up for everyone. And we've got over 250 for every single game of NRL. And, yeah, the try scorer ones are the most popular, particularly in the same game multi. So the, the ones in the same game multi are to score a try. So a, a player to, to cross the line at any... Uh, at any time. So you've yep. got Corey Oates in tonight's game, $1.93. You've got some rougher players like Dylan Brown, these sort of things. So we have all of the markets up on that, which is uh, which is our most popular market. Then obviously the first try scorer, that goes without saying, there's always good value about that. Yeah. The favourites generally $10 or $11. But the ones that we have that are a little bit unique to uh, to the marketplace are to score two tries or three tries. But the one that I love and it keeps our markets honest, and that's important for punters to know because you want, you want to have markets that keep... The bookmaker's honest. And for all of the 10 players on each side, we offer the number of tries for every everyone in the back line and the halves, but we have the zero try option in there as well. So what that means is it it, it ensures that our score a try is a fair price because if we push that too wide, then we're going to take a big bet on the, on the zero. So it's all yep. just maths, obviously. But look, look, looking at a game, like obviously we've got the big game on the Panthers, uh, the Panthers uh, against the Sharks on the weekend. Um, and you look at Brian To'o; who's obviously uh, very, uh, very highly likely going to score a try yep. in, in these games. And, and you can back him if you think that he's not going to score. You can actually take a dollar eighty-six about zero tries. So there's just different ways, and there's so many different options there that punters can sink their teeth into any type of these markets how they choose.
0: Alex Johnston last week, the punters' friends, some happy punters with AJ bagging too late, meaning he crossed for three at some very juicy odds.
6: Yeah, some very juicy odds. Whenever they can cross for that hat trick, uh, it's a big price. Just looking at it now, he's $9 to score three tries against the Storm. So I'm tipping you would have been something similar last week. So have a look at all of those. And, uh, yeah, there's always plenty of happy punters when they can spin up two or three try options.
0: Nearly 250 markets per game in the NRL. I think your same game multis. Real odds, multiplied odds, and the best value you'll find. And we're going to explore that this week with our free bet for charity that top sport is donating. This week the play is Roosters win into Raiders win into Cowboys at the line, which is nineteen and a half, over forty-four total game points.
6: Yeah, wow. Well that I actually this is a worry mate, because I actually like all of those legs myself too. So uh, that means it's got to carry a bit extra weight. But um, Roosters are $1.27. They hopefully get the job done against the Knights. They've got to keep winning. The Raiders are $1.28. They're going really well. I feel the Raiders need to stay in touch with that eight. And then the Cowboys, they're flying. Get all their players back from origin. Obviously, the Tigers, a few internal issues, it appears. Minus 19 and a half. And if it covers that nineteen and a half, you'd expect it to be a high-scoring game. So the 44 and a half, that makes perfect sense. 100 on that at $4.29. So, hopefully we can get that and and, and put, pop some money into the into the kitty. That
0: would be lovely. Thanks for stopping in again, legend, once again. Go to topsport.com.au or even better, download their app, use the promo code unfiltered. They will treat you like kings. This is the part of the podcast where we've put you in charge. You're asking the questions, our superstars are giving their answers. Look out Let's start with the chainsaw Andrew McCulloch Mate, question from me um, Corey Parker seems like a lovely bloke on television, those of us that know him realise he's a smart um, he's a sledger non-stop, have you got a go-to Corey Parker story for us?
2: Oh jeez off oh, the top of my head um, other than two out of the box, I think Cora is always really, um, really good at, uh, challenging blokes. I think he's not just me, but a lot of young forwards coming through. He's yeah. always trying to get the boys on their toes and letting them realize, letting them know how old he was and what he was doing yeah. around the plate. Though so he was, um, he certainly let him, everyone know how old he was and how many games he played. So he kept, you know, blokes like Josh McGuire and all those sort of guys, um, you know, hungry and a lot of competi- competition, and that's one thing I've definitely learned from him is competing at training.
0: Mate, first game I actually called with Koza because he constantly refers to himself as Mr 347 for the yeah. amount of games he played. I point-blank introduced him in the first minute of the telecast as Mr 347 Corey Parker. Well, yeah. for all his bluff – He went stone cold silent and just turned white. He couldn't believe I said that. Always a pleasure, Andrew McCulloch. Thanks for dropping in, legend. Cheers, mate. No worries. And now the captain of the 1982 Kangaroo Invincibles, the thrower, Maxi Krillich. From Instagram, Wally asks, would a hooker from the 70s and 80s be successful now? And would hookers now have survived as a hooker back in the day? Um, A hooker... I think I could have
7: played in today's game because I was a running hooker. Myself yep. and Johnny Lang were the start of the wheel we of preempt of all the hookers that ran yep. with the ball, and um, I was a dummy half who had a lot of pace. Um, then, yeah, I suppose why not? Um, I would have loved to play under this 10 metre rule. Yeah. And, blokes, um, you know, um, I, I would think um, I would have because I was quite quick. And that's, yep. the, that's the idea of it. And but every good football team these days has a very good hooker. Yeah. Now, we're going to go back to, um, obviously, Cameron Smith. Mm. Um, possibly, I, I can't say he's the best player I've ever seen, but, he's, but he knew how to run a game and, yep. and he let the referees know what he was doing. And that was one of the unfortunate things about Cameron, as far as I was concerned. He's such a good player, but he wasn't allowed to get with, away with so much over the years. Um, uh, the referees, like you uh Harrigan or um, Hartley as his referee, mm. he wouldn't have been able to get away with some of the crap he got away with. You know, like, he's always usually the third bloke in the tackle and the last bloke off, um, always looking up at the referee and then telling the referee what to do. Honestly, that, that, that Harrigan would have sent him straight to the simian, yeah, you know, straight away. You know, do that again and you're off. You know, but the, 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 some of these referees are weak.
0: They, very yeah, very I'll, weak. I'll fully agree with you, mate. We did an interview with Ryan and Jay Hoffman, father and son. Jay yeah. was a hooker for Canberra, you would have played against. Yeah. It. Yeah. He reckons every hooker had a go to trick, either to start something in a scrum yeah. or to protect themselves if something started. He had to close the curtains, he'd just grab the props and pull them in front of him. What was your scrum trick, Maxie? Um, don't get hit. Hit first. Hit first? Yeah. Yeah, and, but uh, the essence
7: of being a good hooker and being in a position, even playing Australian side or Manly sides or mm. premiership winning sides, is you've got to have a very good front row and front row partners. Yeah. And at Manly I had Terry Randall, <laughs> Ian Thompson. At one stage I had John O'Neill. Yeah. And i tell you a fascinating story. Once I had Malcolm really playing the front row with me when before after I took over from Freddie Jones and Malcolm was in the front row, we played Cronulla at Cronulla Oval and their front row was Vince Farrer, Cliff Watson, and Ronnie Turner.
8: Yeah.
7: Now Ronnie Turner earlier that year copped Malcolm's elbow and got numerous stitches in the head. Yeah. And um, Cliff Watson. Says, hey, Malcolm, no trouble today, Malcolm. Obviously, obviously, he was shitting himself with Malcolm in the front row. Yeah. If a blue star, Malcolm, we would have all stood back and Malcolm would have fixed it up by himself. Yep. Anyway, um, we knew we had him beaten straight away. Yeah. You know was he, 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 Cliffy Watson is tough and big and ugly as Cliffy was. Yeah. A old bloke you wouldn't meet, Cliffy by the way. But he shit himself with Malcolm, was on the field against him. Yeah. Wow. And Malcolm in the front row was a treasure. See, the, the hooker, really, in those days, you had to have – and same thing with Georgie Piggins over years. Here, he had, you know, and I I hooked with with John O'Neill as well. Yeah, John O'Neill and John Lurch, Sattler, right, Jimmy yeah. Morgan. You know, he had all these tough blokes yeah. around. You know, it certainly helps.
0: Hey, legends! I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. How would you like to be part of our team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go, from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances voice recordings and more the opportunities are limited only by your imagination you set the terms unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week and we cater to businesses both big and small we'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want how you want and when you want next week we could be promoting you right here packages start from as little as a couple of hundred dollars if you're interested in joining our team go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab go to andyraymondunfiltered.com.au This is Andy Raymond, unfiltered. Our guest is a beauty, a superstar, but he's still got a fair way to go to reach the heights his mother did in the sporting field. We don't say that often, Erin Clark, but mum's 100% superstar and legend.
8: Yeah, and she's also a superstar mum too, so it it makes it good in my regard too. (laughs)
0: Love that. Mate, a quick run through the bio. Erin's mum is Temepara Bailey, a New Zealand netball royalty, 89 test caps for the Silver Ferns, uh, World Series winner, World Championships winner and two-time Commonwealth Games gold medalist, if you don't mind. Do you remember any of your mum's sporting career, mate?
8: No, no. We're going to the games and getting a nice feed after the game at the after match function. That's pretty much it. I love <laughs> my food, still do, but that's all I remember as a kid. But when you say it, you don't realise how much she's achieved because I've never really seen it from that view. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool.
0: She's still just mum to you, mate. Obviously, um, completely different sports, but has mum's experiences at elite level been beneficial in any way? Um, not so much how to pass a ball or or how to make a tackle, but tip-offs on how to handle, I guess, the mental side of of being an athlete and what's required?
8: Yeah, I think early on, I don't think she likes to say much when it comes to my sport. She just likes to let me um, see it for my own, for myself, and Mm. probably learn from it that way. But if she has to jump in, she'll say a couple of things, but it's never, yeah, it's nothing, yeah, well, yeah, she kind of lets me just do it myself kind of thing. It's, yeah, she's she's good in that view. But
0: I, yeah. I love that. Mum is also, uh, you may remember this, Dancing with the Stars winner yeah. in New Zealand, yeah. right?
8: Yeah. Must have came through my genes at dancing bits. So <laughs> definitely can't dance.
0: <laughs> well, what was that like, <laughs> so, so, seeing Mum uh, with, with, the, with, with the legs out dancing with the stars in front of yeah. the country?
8: I remember that. Um, I used to love watching it. It was cool. Like, That's one different thing as a kid I remember watching. and every I think it was every Monday or Wednesday you look forward to watching it. And, now nah, it, was, it was definitely it was a buzz to see it dancing on, on TV.
0: Mum's still involved in the netball. Is she coaching on the Goldie right
1: now?
8: Yeah, she just got a gig with the Titans Nipple team. So the first um, Titans Nipple team with the clubs just brought into the the competition. So it works out pretty good.
0: Really cool family story. Keep doing what you're doing on the field, my man. Love how you play your footy. Big things ahead.
8: Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for
3: having me.
0: This is Serious Shit. We just need to know. Serious shit. Yep, that's what we're here to find out. And the grub Josh Reynolds has dropped in. Let's go. Stepbrothers or Dumb and Dumber? Stepbrothers. American accent or British accent?
8: I better not say British because I'm
0: American. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain on like that one. <laughs> Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Driver or passenger? Uh, driver. Folder or scruncher? Uh, folder. Yes, a folder. We've had far too many scrunches. Cats <laughs> or dogs?
9: Uh, neither. <laughs> no,
0: nah, dogs, dogs. Rocky or Rambo? Rocky. Bath or shower? Shower. Ali or Tyson? Or Tyson. What goes on first, socks or pants in the Reynolds house?
9: Ah, uh, pants.
0: Cardio or weights?
9: Ugh, weights, just.
0: <laughs> Pyjamas or nude? Oh, nude. New clothes or new phone? Ah, uh, clothes. Pineapple on pizza? Yep. Always? Oh, not always, but I don't mind a ham and pineapple. Not too bad. Thanks for dropping in, grubby firebrand barbecue does it better than anyone else why because they're the immortals of the barbecue online at firebrandbarbecue.com.au or in store at Arndell Park where we're dealing with now get this over 550 square meters of barbecue heaven there's a massive range of barbecue smokers rotisseries and fire pits there's a cafe a deli the country's widest range of barbecue pantry items and of course their fuel products as well saturday is market day with 20 percent off all fuel products it's the day to visit lift your barbecue game and check out firebrandbarbecue.com.au or call one Fire fireup and let them know we sent you you'll be sizzling soon Any episode, any time. We've got over 300 episodes now and you can listen to any one of them at any time and it will make sense. All of our podcasts have been done so that they don't date. Proof? I spoke to Daily Cherry Evans 18 months ago. Here's a little of it. It may not be politically correct to say so, but I'm not politically correct, so I'll say it anyway. The 26th of (laughs) August, 2011, one of the great nights of Friday night footy, Manly and Melbourne, the Battle of Brookvale, throwing hands, Lussick and Hinchcliffe, Blair and Stewart over two rounds and a young halfback in his first season. (laughs) Daily Cherry Evans joins us. What do you remember of that crazy night?
10: I was frightened. That's what I remember. (laughs) (laughs) I hate confrontation and if it becomes physical, I'm extremely overwhelmed with fear. Um, so when I could see it bubbling over, mate, I thought, oh, no, I can't get away from this quick enough. So, <laughs> mate, I am not. I hate fighting. I genuinely hate fighting. So that was a really daunting moment for me.
0: Did you throw any, the little bantamweight weight amongst the heavyweights? No way. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Both sides, make that both clubs have that pack mentality. In that time, it was very much... One-in, all-in, wasn't it?
10: It was. And as you can watch back from the photos, um, if you stood too far away, you were identified, right? So yeah. that was the tricky part for me was don't get too far away. You're going to look like an <laughs> <enough> unsupported loser. <laughs> but also be close enough where you're not actually going to get... Um, offered out here so yeah I, I it was a balancing act that's the best way i can explain it
0: it developed into one of the great modern day rivalries add to that the 40 nil grand final but there's still something really special about melbourne versus manley
10: it is um it's crazy i'd thoroughly love playing melbourne storm and it's crazy because they're always they're always a top four side they're always a good side They're so well coached. They have some of the best players in the game regularly. And for some reason, I just love playing them. Um, I always walk off extremely sore because they're so physical. Um, But, yeah, there's just something that's there between the two clubs. And we've had some really good encounters, like whether it's a physical fight, um, like Golden Point thrillers. It's just it's always entertaining. And I, I don't know what's to it I don't know if it's just simple the simple fact of it's a rivalry I don't know I, I never really know the answer to that but I just know there must be a lot of them that feel the same way as us and we enjoy playing against them
0: What about the Legends Series 8 you're enjoying that as much as I am we've got some huge names and huge stories coming up in the next few months let's rewind to episodes 26 and 27 and Craig Bellamy you mentioned assistant coaches Stephen Kearney, Brad Arthur, Anthony Siebold, Adam O'Brien, Dean Payne, Michael Maguire, Nathan Brown, Kevy Walters, amongst others. All guys that have been your assistants and part of your system. It's a very established footprint. Does that put a smile on your face knowing you've helped and helped guide a large group of successful young men on their journey?
9: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You know, I don't sort of. You know, we don't go booting out Chesterbound down, down in Melbourne. Again, obviously there have been assistant coaches for the club, so it's not only me, it's, you know, the, to be quite honest, a lot of those coaches will learn a lot off our players, you know, yeah. off um, you know, K- Cameron and Cooper and Billy, you know, those sort of guys. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, I, I'm um, really proud of, you know, it was on, on behalf of, you know, the Melbourne storm of uh, how those guys have got their start. I suppose in their coaching careers with us, or they've come to us at some stage to further their education in being a coach, and um, you know, and having gone on to you know being NRL coaches and in Kevi's, coach, uh, Kevi's case, uh, an Origin coach, yep. um, yeah, we're we're all really proud of them, and um, and really you know proud of the way all the the things that the club has done to help them get where they've uh, they've got to today. Does it give you
0: satisfaction to see them progress in their career or does it piss you off because you lose another assistant?
9: <laughs> um, no, no. I think, I think um, yeah, I, 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 I've never really thought too much about it like that. No, we're always happy for those guys to, to go to a higher position. I, you know, I think there's a couple of them probably left that were assistants and went to another club as an assistant before yeah. they had a head coach. So, yeah, probably... You know, it's hard for me to understand why you went as a to another job that was the same job, another yep. club. But certainly, yeah, and yeah, you know, certainly, you know, all those guys, you know, have left on a on on a good note. You know, I, I've never ever. I, one thing I can say proudly, I, well, not proudly, but I've never seen the, um, you know, as it uh, necessary that I, I've never sacked the coach. At, at, at the Storm I've never wow. told the coach you, You're on your bike So uh, they've, You know they've, And sometimes You know It's They know when it's time to move on And um, But like I say Those guys especially That have gone to From You know Being an assistant coach At the Storm To a head coach At other clubs You know they, they, There's no Ill-feeling there at all That's yeah. Their You know That's what they've Worked so hard for And um, You yeah, know We're only Too happy to um, Let them Take that opportunity now to episodes one eleven
0: to one thirteen, an immortal. Many reckon he should be here. Is the legend Brett Kenny?
11: Uh well, yes. Um, I think obviously, I think a lot of people would probably agree. It's the same for them as that the the last try I scored against Newtown, where yep. through the dummy um, down the sideline, down the sideline. I think everyone sort of remembers it. And and uh, a it, 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 funny thing, it was I watched the game at the time. I had the ball in my hands and I was thinking that Eric Grath was inside me but didn't realise, typical Eric, he was still hanging back. (laughs) Um, I actually had, I think, Steve Eller was inside me and Eric was Mm. back inside him. Um, And I thought, got the ball in my hand, saw Phil Sigsworth there at fullback, I thought to myself, okay, I'll have a shot at this. Yep. And if I don't, if he doesn't fall for it, I believe, I believed at the time, I had plenty of time to then offload the pass. Yep. When I saw it in a replay, realised that if he doesn't fall for it, we're not talking about that second try that I scored. Um, he would have tackled me. Yeah. So I was a bit lucky in a way that he did fall for it. But um, yeah, it was just it was one of those things, and and uh, it was was good to score the try. I wasn't thinking about oh well, that's the second try I scored. I was actually, to be honest with you, I was glad I got to the try line. John Ferguson was coming from the other wing, and I'd had enough by the time I got there. I thought, that'll do me. And I think Eric ended up pulling me up off the ground. <laughs> I was a bit tired. But, um, yeah, it was, that's the try that probably sticks in my mind most out of all of them. Want to
0: chat to someone about restructuring your finances? I've got a tip for you. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne. A free chat for unfiltered listeners. A free chat. That's galaxyfinance.com.au. And ask for Leanne. If you're enjoying Andy Raymond Unfiltered, give us some love. Go to Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the podcast. Then whack in a five-star rating and a review. As random and weird ass as you like, funniest weekly review wins an unfiltered trucker's hat. Yeah, bribery. Get to it, legends. Delighted to get some great reviews and ratings this week. The winner for the Trucker's Hat is S. Chapman for a wonderful review. Thank you. Really appreciate it, legend. If you haven't yet, do a mate a favour, will you? Leave a quick review and give us that five-star treatment if you're enjoying the content. If you do, love you long time. Let's wind back the clock to round 17 last year. A hat trick of tries for South Sydney in the 46-18 smashing of the Cowboys. Tane Milne, what a night! Hey, oh, right.
2: it was a, it was it was a freezing night that I could re- remember there in Newcastle.
0: What do you remember, or how much do you remember of the tries?
2: Well, I do. Um, I do remember that uh, it was just pretty much a catch the ball and put it down because all the boys inside me done the work for me. So. Uh, I was pretty pretty happy in there. Coming coming into the NRL last year, I think I only scored one try, and um, and to score three in one game was uh, was I was I was really happy. So thanks to Cody Cody Walker there,
0: mate. Did you miss? And I'm testing my memory here, but did you miss maybe another try later? Am I imagining things?
2: Um, another try later
0: in that game, yeah. Could it could it have been four or am I just imagining things and just talking you up like I'm your bloody manager or something? Nah, I don't
2: think I can I don't think I would have got four. I'm not too sure. I can't really remember that. Uh,
0: we'll take that as a no. Cool it. night, cool no. chat. Thanks for stopping in, mate. Thanks, mate. Ah, take a breath and enjoy it. The footy is on and your weekend is sorted. Enjoy the game. Order a pizza. Grab a coldie, Go hard on a five leg multi. And don't forget. As always, back pikey in the last!